Oh, I love me. Little Bobby Brown here. This was his best cut, I think. Oh, my God. This whole album was fantastic. Oh, definitely. But but in terms of, like, listening back. Yeah. Like, my prerogative, you know, that New Jack Swing sound, it sounds dated. But this song still sounds like, oh, I, I can rock with this. Yeah. Yeah. It does It does transcend still over time. Um, do you feel like Bobby should have been bigger? Like, in the sense of, like, he should have had a longer career? Well, I mean, he started off as a child star. No, no, I know, but as an adult pretty, is what I mean, yes. Oh, yes. as a solo artist? Um, yes. You know, you, you never know what happened, what really happened in terms of his relationship with Whitney and right. how that impacted the material he was getting and his yeah. focus on his career. Right. But he, he definitely was rolling. Right. <laughs> because he had, he had us dancing to a song from Ghostbusters, dog. I know. I thought after Ray Parker Jr., I thought we weren't going to do that anymore. Right. And Bobby was like, nah, dog, you still got to dance to Ghostbuster songs. And I was like, damn it. Yeah, you you thought you were going to dance to Ray Parker Jr. Wait till you hear what I got. Exactly. Right. So he was was rolling, but then him and Whitney did that duet, and and it was just like, Mm, both of them just looked like, ugh, what? what, what?" And then she called him at the king of R&B or something, and he was just like, okay, you know what? Sit in time out for a minute. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I thought he was going to be a megastar. You know what I mean? Like, he was, certainly in the late 80s um, and even the early 90s. And then it just fizzled away, right, to your point. Like, it just, you know, a lot of things probably happened. You know, I don't want to get into that part of it. But um, but he was such a hot artist at that time. Oh, he was. He was. And then, because then he was rolling and then. You know, Bell Biv DeVoe were rolling. Right. And then Ralph Transman had his thing. They and then all Johnny were getting Gill going. was like, rub you the right way. Johnny and then they Gill? came back together. Like, yeah. yeah. Then they were Voltron again and everybody right. was together. Like, yeah. they were killing the it game. It really was fun. It was fun, man, to watch them at that time. But, yeah, crazy how life turns out sometimes. Um, so, anyway, speaking of how life turns out. Mm-hmm. So, before I get to these uh, juicy Laker rumors, and of course, Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, is going to join us in a bit. Uh, I got a couple of things for you. Number one, we're giving away cash, LZ. Starting next Tuesday, our Mission 18 cash giveaway begins. We're giving away cash for 18 straight days, and here's how you can win. Right now, text the word MISSION to 40705 to be registered for your chance to win 180 bucks a day. So text MISSION to 40705, and each day we're going to give away $180 to a different person. Uh, So starting next Tuesday, February 2nd, make sure you're listening at 4.30, okay? You listen for your name and your city. Once you hear your name and your city, you got 20 minutes to call us back. You call us in those 20 minutes, you win the $180 in cash, simple. You also qualify, if you win those $180, to win the grand prize of $1,800. Here's the catch, though. If we don't get a call in those 20 minutes, LZ, it rolls over and doubles. So every time we don't get a caller, it goes from 180 to 360, right? And then from 360 to 540 if we don't get a caller the next day. And it's it so on to 720 after that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So we got cash. Like, and if you ain't hear your name, you better root for that person not to call in, you know, if you want to win it. If you're a nice person, you root for anyone to win. But uh, that's the deal. So there's that. Second, I saw Pepsi is bringing something back. Do you like Pepsi? Um, I'm a, I'm more of a Coke guy, you know, Jack and Coke, Coke Zero. Right. Coke is it. So yeah, I'm more of a Coke guy. Coke is fine. Here's the difference. No, no, no. Coke is it. Not Coke is fine. That's, that's, that's the phrase. Right. No, it is Coke is it. Yes, I do understand. Right. But for me personally, mm-hmm. Coke is fine. It's fine. 
I don't drink any colas anymore. Like, I occasionally a little ginger ale if I'm a little nauseous on, like, a plane. Uh, mm-hmm. But that that's about it. Um, but when I was a soda drinker, I liked Pepsi better. And I know that's a hot take that people get mad about. But I, I don't know if it was the extra sugar it, it felt like it had. It, it just Coke taste didn't taste as good to me. Greg, Pepsi or Coke? I was always a Pepsi guy. Uh, Coke, for some reason, it felt like it did some stuff to my teeth. Like they were Wait. rotting away as Wait. I drank it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hold on. It was weird. I don't know. It did we were just on the same teeth. wavelength, and now you went to – I mean, well, sugar rots your teeth. I mean, that is a real thing. It does, thing. but there was uh, – I, I always liked Pepsi better is all I'm saying. We can, uh, we can end it there, but it did make my teeth feel weird. <laughs> I mean, he's reeling it go. back. It's like a, he's just caught a fish. It's true. Back. What are you talking it's about? True. Didn't actually make my teeth rot, but it does make my teeth feel weird. I'll, there was a difference in the flavors, and what, whenever I drink Coke, my teeth so felt weird. So you go to the bar and you say, hey, can I get a Jack and Pepsi? Uh, I would drink. I would drink a Jack and Coke because that's what they have. Most places have Coke. Right. Because it's better. Right, Laura. <laughs> I was with both of you guys. I I was a Pepsi drinker. I don't drink soda anymore. But Greg, <laughs> the, <laughs> the teeth, the teeth thing yes. just yeah. kills me. Te- I'm like soda weird. rot to your teeth regardless of Period. what soda you yes. drink. You yes. know, I'm just saying. Yeah. If you didn't know, now you yeah. know. I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't, I was know. aware. Thank you. So anyway, George. <laughs> yes. Are they bringing Pepsi back? Is that what you're no, saying? No, no, no. Pepsi is anywhere. still around, but they're bringing back Pepsi Wild Cherry. So I was going to ask you: Do you like like those flavored sodas? Um, I'm bringing anymore. Pepsi back. Yeah. yeah not, there we go. Not not anymore. When I was younger, you know, I was kind of into like the cherry cokes and, Ooh, and stuff like though. that. But vanilla Coke or Pepsi? Ooh. I didn't really mess with vanilla Coke. That tastes what? like vanilla flavor and spilled in my soda by accident. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it tastes so good. I'm with you there, LZ. Yeah. I you don't like vanilla? Be... You like cherry? Cherry's okay, but it tastes like medicine a little bit to me. Did you guys ever try Dr. Pepper in cherry? I felt like Dr. Pepper's already kind of a weird tasting soda, so no, I did not have the cherry yeah, version. Dr. Pepper was, so was my go-to for road trips. Yeah, really. Yeah, something about because it was such an unusual flavor. To your point, yes, that when I whenever I drank it, it would wake me up because it was like, oh my god, what is this? This is weird. You, and that's you know what I would drink to wake myself up as I was taking long road trips. You know what's trash? Root beer. RC Cola. Root beer. Root yes. beer. Root beer is delicious. Trash. Oh. Trash. Oh, Trash. Oh, no. LZ, you, drink, you, you do you Jaeger shots too, Greg? No, I do not do Jaeger <laughs> shots. Those are gross. But root beer is good. What's wrong with no. you two? Root beer oh, tastes all three of you. like disgusting. Root beer is so nasty, they have to throw ice cream in it just for it to be consumed. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! Yep. See, that's still good in itself too, but root beer is delicious. Uh, you guys are nuts. Oh, You're, I don't know. I'm, nuts. I'm, I'm, <laughs> You and your All right, cotton candy we got different tastes melting buds. away. You crazy, dog. All right, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. Pepsi or Coke, and is root beer trash? <laughs> okay, put up a poll. Go tell Janice is root beer trash? Is the poll? <laughs> That's the poll at ESPN Los Angeles. LZ, tell the people about the poll. Uh, who sponsors the poll? Who sponsors the poll? That is a great question. This is a very spontaneous poll. Well, it's okay. We can wait until the poll is up. Greg, let us know when the poll is up. LZ will search for that. In the interim, people will call Pepsi or Coke and his root beer trash, 877-710-ESPN. All right, so Adrian Wojnarowski was on the jump yesterday, and he was talking about Bradley Beal. 
because the rumors are out there. We were talking about it with Amin earlier. If you missed Amin, subscribe to the Sedano and LZ podcast. Here is what Woj said about Bradley Beal to the Lakers or Clippers. Of course, the Lakers and Clippers would love to be able to get involved in that. But do they have the draft picks? Do they have the young players it would take uh, that would top a package from some other teams? Maybe not. And so, uh, but you're going to see it will be a frenzy if and when, you know, Bradley Beal gets on the market and he will have a say in where he goes because of his contract situation. Unless a team is just willing to do a trade, hope to convince him to stay long-term. They would have him under contract next season. But that's pretty risky for somebody uh, who might be having to give up multiple, you will be giving up multiple first-round picks, probably your best young player. So I think those are all considerations for teams, but boy, I I don't think there will be many who aren't going to make a call and sit and brainstorm and try to figure out, could we get Bradley Beal if he becomes available? LZ, I, I think 29 teams are going to put their best foot forward and offer everything they can for Bradley Beal. I think 30 will. Well, no, I mean, the Washington Wizards will be the one dealing with you know. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to probably put their best foot forward just to keep him. Right. Listen, he's the NBA leading scorer, and he's doing it efficiently. Correct. On a His bad la- team. Like a bad. On a bad team. team. Yeah. His last five seasons – are seasons for the record books as far as I'm concerned in terms of his efficiency in scoring while also not being seen as a ball hog. I never hear that from him, that he shoots too much or he's a ball hog. He's a great player who's been disrespected by voters multiple times when it comes to the all-NBA teams in the All-Star game, which is a separate conversation, but he is a great player. So, yes, everyone's going to go after him. The question is, what does Washington want to do with itself? Yeah, You know, it's like – do you want to blow up the whole thing, which means you want to might as well put Westbrook on the market too and just start from scratch? Like, you have, they have to, we need to know more about how Washington views itself before we can figure out what kind of deal they're going to take for Beal. Because if it's a full makeover from the, from the you know, ground up, then I think it may not take as much as we think because they're going to be getting so much from everything, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Right. No, I'm with you. Um, here's what I would say. On top of all those things you mentioned, and, and I'll, I want to add, he's a really good kid, man. Good like, he's dude. such a nice young man. Like, he really is. I know I sound really old saying it that way, but I'm older than him by, by a decent chunk. A um, and he's such a good person, LZ. Like, that's the other part of this. Like, I'm not saying there aren't a lot of great dudes in the league, but this dude is like, salt of the earth nice people you know what i mean yep. like it's a different level of nice and, and so i just that's what makes me feel worse for him but if i'm washington i'm with Woj. it's got to be at least two or three first rounders probably a pick swap or two and your best young player you know like i saw some, <laughs> i always love laker fans there was somebody out there like throwing out montrez harrell dennis oh, schroeder and like and it's like dog no like no, that, that no. and a second round pick is what they threw out there. I'm like, that ain't getting. It We're done. gonna have to give them THT coups and some picks just and a to lot even of get picks. the conversation going. Yeah. Um, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep this going. We're going to take a couple calls, and then when Coach comes on, Coach Staley of the Chargers, we'll keep it going. We'll talk to him, and we'll just do a long break uh, around like 40 or so. We'll just do that for right now. Let me go to Beto in Whittier who wants to talk Coke versus Pepsi and something about his teeth. Beto! 
Greg, for, for, me and Mano, for, for whatever reason, I agree with Greg on this one. Only because, yeah, mm-hmm. it does something to your teeth. I don't know. But having said that, I'll say... Wait, 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 wait. Beto, Beto. Yo. Yeah. So you're, you're saying Pepsi doesn't do something to your teeth? You just don't do it as much, Sedano. You get this chalky taste in your teeth if you drink, like, a warm Coke. You know what I'm saying? It has ice. It doesn't do that. So I don't know. Maybe it is the formula, whatever it may be. <laughs> uh, but I don't, I don't drink soda anymore. I, I tend to go with, like, sparkling waters that have, you know, fizz in them and, and flavor. Yeah, but when too. I do have to go, you know, Jack and Coke, that's a staple. Uh, but not even that. I, I'd rather just go Jack straight up. But uh, having said that, um, yeah, that's, dog, that's, how I, that's how I feel about that. And then uh, I guess LZ kind of mentioned it, uh, what the Lakers could offer to get Beal. I don't really think we have much that we can offer, but it will probably take all of, our, all of our depth just to get Bradley Beal. And is it even worth it at that point, you know? I mean, he's so good. Thank you for the he's call, so buddy. Good. You know, the thing that's interesting, and thank you for the call, the thing that's really interesting is that there is an issue with our rotation that, you know, an exodus of some rep- rep- repetitive uh, players in positioning may help Frank Vogel a little bit. So I'm not saying we have too much talent because I think that's a ridiculous statement to make, but you can see duplications, you know, when Montrez Harrell and, and you know, Morris and Coos, like you can see, there there's room some, there to wiggle exactly yes. because yeah, you already got Bron playing thirty plus minutes as that sort of position right there. So there are some 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 log jam there that if a team were, were interested, you know, could help us just by taking some of that talent away and getting things back that we need. And I brought that last part up because the need isn't Bradley Bill. He's he's a great addition, but he's, he's not the need. The yeah. need is a big body. Right. Yeah, you've been saying that consistently, literally since the offseason. So, uh, in those 70 days that uh, we had this offseason. Well, Bradley uh, Bill ain't guarding Joel Embiid. I mean, right. so <laughs> he ain't guarding right. Jokic. Right. Let you me know, go to – I'm sorry. Go ahead. All right, all right. I was going to say that's what we need. Right. Yeah. No, and you've been consistent on that. There's no question. Let me go to Matt's in L.A. Coke over Pepsi. Matt's? Coke definitely over Pepsi, and if you're not drinking your soda cold, then why are you drinking the soda at all? So that whole argument Boom. about the Coke making your teeth feel weird is just irrelevant. And root beer isn't trash. If we're going to be dragging a soda, let's drag Sierra Mist or Mr. Pib or something, some off-brand soda like that. Why are you tripping? Last- some people can't afford the real thing sometimes, okay? Don't <laughs> That's be true. Mm-hmm. That's don't, true. Don't That's hating, true. Don't be an right? elitist. I'm not being an elitist. It's a 20-cent difference. If you're going to ruin your body and drink soda, might as well do it with the good kind. All right, those 20 cents come but, from you, bro. <laughs> lastly, I'll give the Wizards Kuz, THT, AC, every first and second round pick we have in all of the AMC stock I own for Bradley Beal. <laughs> I love it. I love it, Matt. Thank you for the call. Stay safe. Appreciate it. Let me go to Eric and Covina. Eric, what do you got? Uh, you, Coke all the way. They got the best tasting soda. They have the best commercials during the battle of Coke and Pepsi back in the 80s. Yep. And you know what? If you want to, I mean, Pepsi, I mean, it's like, if you don't, one thing about a Coke, you drink a Coke, you got a little gas, you can let out a good burp. Pepsi, you can't do that. You know, Pepsi's like, I don't know why people like sweet sodas, but they do. But Coke all the way, number one. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, people love Coke. I, I, listen, I said that I am definitely in the minority on that. I'm glad that Greg and Laura can be my goldfish, like in Jerry Maguire, mm-hmm. and come with me on this, uh, you know, 
this new uh, formed Pepsi union. But, uh, you know, it's just I, I like it more than Coke. I've always liked it more than Coke since I was a kid. It doesn't mean I didn't drink Coke. Um, but, again, I don't drink sodas anymore. I'm like, um, like Beto in Whittier. I like the uh, sparkling waters that have flavor in them, like those sparkling ice. I'm drinking one right now, as a matter of fact. Coconut pipe, pineapple. I feel LZ. weird very, drinking very stuff tasty. that says sparkling. What's that? I feel weird drinking stuff that says sparkling. It's tasty, though. Have you had this coconut pineapple sparkling ice? It's delicious. Uh, if I'm going to do bubbles, I'm going to need to get drunk. Well, but what if bubbles. I told you I threw in some rum in this? Not right now, but I could potentially. <laughs> Did you just have a, a rummian slip? No, no, not yet, actually. <laughs> it is Friday, though. You know, <laughs> It is Friday like a mug. Yeah, if I'm going to do bubbles, if I'm going to blow up my diet with calories, I, I want to be able to get you know a little buzz off of it. I hear I'm you. not drinking... Soda without something in it. I'm not drinking sparkling anyway. Like, I, I need, if I'm going to blow up my diet, it's, it's got to be a payoff. There's got to be incentives in this contract, is what you're saying. Exactly. Um, so, let me go to David and Van Nuys. David. Hello? Yes, sir. Yo, yo. Hey, how you guys doing? I love your show. I just want to let you guys know that. But, you know Thanks, what? Thank you. I go for Pepsi. Uh, yes! Coke, Coke, to me, is just trash. There's, like, no sugar in it. When you drink it, it just feels like, I don't know, it's some random soapy taste or something. But Pepsi is just, is just you got to go with Pepsi. It just has more sugar. Just that taste is much better. Well, here, a quick question for you, brother. Do you drink coffee? No. Do you drink tea? Sometimes. Do you like sweetened tea or unsweetened tea? I actually like uh, sweet tea. So you just like sugar. You like sugary drinks. Because I don't my drink tea, sweet tea. My teas are I, usually about five, five spoons of sugar. Oh Jesus! You need to go to the doctor. <laughs> you better stay on top of that dog. Get that blood. David, check. thank you, That's buddy. Have a great night. Take care, man. Be safe. Um, David do we don't have, have Laura? blood. He's got honey flowing through his skin. We got Willie from Tonga. All right, Willie. We're gonna take Willie, and then we're gonna break. And Coach Staley of the Chargers will join us on the other side. Um, also, we'll continue the discussion on the Bradley Beal to the Lakers or Clippers rumors. Uh, but we got Willie. Willie, what do you got? Hey, man. How you guys doing? What's up? What's up, bro? I, I don't even drink Pepsi or Coke. Okay. I don't know who there said that they love root beer. I if I drink a soda, it's a root beer. Oh, why? Oh, really? Oh man, they're awesome. Awesome? I said awesome. Oh, how long have you been addicted to this root beer? I don't know why you do not like it. Because it tastes like it. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like a cold Jaeger shot. You're kidding me, Elsie. Tastes like licorice. Yeah, but without the incentives, as we said earlier, there's no booze. Exactly. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, but hey, but oh, George, come on, man. (laughs) Rudy, sorry, brother, we love you. Okay, stay safe this weekend, man. Keep it up. All right, man. Be good. All right, Coach Brandon Staley of the Chargers is going to join us in a couple of minutes. Stick around for that. If he likes root beer, I'm out. We'll ask him. We'll ask him. Root beer, (laughs) Pepsi or Coke, and bison on his pizza. We're going to ask him all those questions, and we'll talk to him about football too. Uh, We'll get back to the Bradley Beal talk at 6 o'clock and if he's coming to the Lakers or the Clippers. Sedano and LZ, 710 ESPN. Sedano and LZ on a Friday. We're waiting on uh, Coach Brandon Staley of the Chargers, newly minted, to join us here in a second. Crank this song up, Laura. I need this song on a Friday. 
It's my favorite band, LZ, as you know. My favorite song from them. Unfortunately, they don't sing it in concerts anymore. If they do, they sing like a slow version, which is kind of annoying to Why? me. Why? Oh, probably because they're bored. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, but we are talking now to the head coach of your L.A. Chargers. And what a whirlwind the last year or so has been for this man. And we got a lot of football to talk to him about. But we have some things that we need to resolve here first. And Coach Staley, thank you for joining us here. Congratulations on the gig. Sorry about our phone issues. I know that there's been some <laughs> issues there. Um, but we on this show, and when you come on more regularly, you will know, we have a lot of questions that don't have anything to do with sports, but they are fun uh, like toss-up style questions. So we've been debating a few things today. So uh, are you a big pizza fan? Of course. I think that may of be course. a daily family dinner tonight when, I'm, when I get home. All right, All right Pizza Friday. I love it. So, so I was telling Friday. the folks here, I was telling the folks here that my local mom-and-pop pizza joint, I like to, uh, you know, I like to support the local mom-and-pop places. They uh, sent me yeah. an email that they created a new pizza. It's called the Wild West Pizza. And it's got, you know, the traditional stuff, marinara, mozzarella cheese. It's got red onions, jalapenos, mushroom. But here's the kicker. Bison chipotle sausage. Would Coach Staley try a pizza with bison on it? You see what you've done? Coach? Yes. Coach, you there? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I could, you guys, you guys kind of cut out there for a second. Oh, oh I'm I sorry. You were thinking about your answer. I was going to be yeah, like, I thought you were dude. thinking about it. Yeah, I yeah. Like, I was like, man, no, guys, I hope, I hope your timeouts don't go I'm, like I'm, that. That like, could be problematic for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm so on, I, I'm on, I'm on the one on one going home, guys. So forgive me. Oh, well, trust me. Listen, we know what the deal is. You know, we already know what's going <laughs> on. You would think in a city like this, there'd be better cell reception. But anyway, bison on pizza. Are you in or are you out? I'm out. I'm out on that. Wow. As well you should be. That's See, you're okay. already off to a fantastic start to your head coaching career, making wise decisions. <laughs> now you get to have okay. a chance to have a – now you can get two wins in a row. Yeah. Coke, Pepsi, root beer, what's your soda of choice? Well, Dr. Pepper is definitely my soda of choice. Okay. Okay, a little off the board, but LZ, LZ's a big Dr. Dr. Pepper guy. I feel like you and LZ are kindred spirits here, Coach, okay? So uh, that's that's impressive. All right, and then uh, what else do we have? What else do we have on the table for him, LZ? Is there anything else, or is that um, it for today? Yeah, do you yeah. like mint chocolate chip? Oh, that's the one. Yes, do you like mint chocolate chip? Oh, favorite ice cream of all time. Oh, come on, Coach. And you were doing we're so nice well. talking to you, Coach. Uh, good luck this season, <laughs> and uh, you'll and, get back to I it. Don't like to dabble, and I don't like to dabble in other ice creams. That's just It's always mint chocolate chip. Wow, that is what? the go-to all day, every day in the Staley all household. Day. Call Amy Staley right now. She, she, I love it. Right now, and... Wait, wait, wait. I, I, day, now I'm confused. Day. Are you telling me... Since you first tried this mint chocolate chip ice cream, you've never tried any other kind? No, I just, if I have to choose, I'm going down. Like, if I get if, you, if I get my pick, I'm going mint chocolate chip. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. All right. Fair All right. enough. Okay. All, right. All right. So, that, let's talk some football. This is a quote from your hire on ESPN.com from uh, your former boss, Sean McVay. 
says, quote, when you talk football, I'd like to think that I love football as much as anybody. You're sitting there and you're thinking, this guy, as in you, might be sicker than I am. How sick are you about football, Coach Staley? <laughs> uh, well, I wish that, you know, Sean gave a little, like, more positive connotation uh, than sicker. Um, you know, I love the game. I know that since I was a little kid. You know, I think you fall in love with sports. You fall in love with the game. And I think the reason why I love football is because there's so much that goes into football that doesn't happen in other sports. You know, number one, you don't get to play football very much. There aren't as many games as there are, you know, in basketball, soccer, other sports, tennis. You get to do those sports a lot more. So I think you have to sacrifice a little bit more in football. Uh, There's more that goes into the game with how many people are on the field every play, uh, how complex a team is putting together all three phases of the game. Uh, I just, I, I've always felt like there was a lot of beauty in it. So uh, I fell in love with the game a long time ago and uh, haven't stopped since. Uh, Coach, it was very evident early on in the season that your name would be circulated as someone that teams would want to interview. But I must admit, I was shocked that you got the job so quickly out the gate with your first coordinator position. Were you at all surprised, or did you really expect to nail a job right out the gate after one season as a coordinator? I think LZ, I felt like if I had a fair chance to compete, you know, if it was a, you know, if it was a job that I could compete for and people had an open mind, I have a lot of confidence in myself. And, you know, I felt like I was prepared. And I think in the interview process, in that first round, I felt like, hey, you know, I can definitely do this. You know, being in front of these organizations, being able to share my vision, I felt like, you know, I liked my chances. You know, but I also know that, hey, someone's got to want you back and that there's a, a deep process and there's so many amazing candidates, there's so many amazing coaches that you're competing against. So uh, I, was, I was hopeful. I had a lot of confidence in myself that I didn't know if it was going to go down for sure. Brandon Staley, the new coach of your Los Angeles Chargers with us here, of course, former Rams defensive coordinator last year for the number one defense in the NFL. Within that process, you know, you talked about kind of having the confidence, gaining the confidence. Was there anything there that was even remotely nerve-wracking either during the process or maybe heading into it? Um, I would say nerve-wracking uh, is the right word. I think I think just the unknown. I, th- I think one of the more challenging part of the process is uh, initially you're interviewing on Zoom, so there wasn't that 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 in-person feel, that in-person connection, uh, and you're just you're just hoping that you're expressing yourself to the best of your abilities, and then you're hoping that you're reading the room in the right way, uh, you know, because I think that there's that that factor that goes into it, and then I think that. Um, being able to make a decision based off of, you know, relatively short meetings, I think that's always a little bit unique. There's a lot, a little bit of the unknown, I think, in meeting people for the first time. And, you know, you're trying to do research, but, uh, you know, you're trying to also make decisions based on imperfect timelines. So I think a little bit of the unknown of just the, the leadership and the ownership and, and things like that, that was probably a little bit, uh, you know, stressful. But I think as the interviews kind of expressed themselves, then you had more confidence in, um, you know, who you would be a fit with. What do you think went wrong for the Chargers last season to finish 7-9 and nine and outside of the playoffs? Say, say that one more time, LZ. What do you think went wrong for the Chargers last season, 
finishing 7-9 out of the playoffs for the second consecutive year? Okay, yeah, um, good question. You know, I have not taken a look at their season yet, LZ. I really haven't. I think from the outside, I think that the margin of error in the NFL is so small. I think if you take a look at just our season with the Rams, we finished 10-6, and six, but I think if you look at how close our season was, we very easily could have been seven and nine. I mean, very easily with the amount of close games that we had and you know some that we were able to pull out, some we weren't. But I just think the margin of error in this league is so small, LZ. And the difference between seven and nine and a 10 and six season and then being able to win a playoff game and, and advancing to the divisional round, it's, you know, I think that as, as you guys know covering the league, it's, that the margin is just so small and it's just the little things that make a big difference. And I think that the answer is probably there, just a lot of little things. Um, but I don't know the specifics yet because I haven't really dove into those games yet. Brandon Staley, the head coach of your Los Angeles Chargers, with us here on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. So you've been in the league since 2017. You've seen a lot of quarterbacks, right? Like you've schemed against a lot of them. Yeah. You, you've got one of the young, promising ones now. What makes him different? What makes him stand out? I think what stood out to me, guys, from afar this year, besides his physical gifts, I mean, listen, he's a towering 6'6". That size is rare. I think that, that arm strength to be able to access any part of the field, I think a lot of quarterbacks would be jealous of that type of – or, you know, envious of that type of arm strength that he has because he can access any part of the field. He's got mobility, as you guys all know. Uh, but I think what was really impressive for me – was the way he handled a very tough circumstance, being able to come in uh, really in that first game, and he didn't know he was going to even be playing in that game, and to be able to go right in, lead the team down. I know from the outside that was really impressive. And then I think I was able to catch the Chargers some in the locker room getting ready for games. I thought he played outstanding in two minutes. I thought he brought his team back in several big games. I know specifically the New Orleans and the Atlanta game were, were games that I kind of caught, and I think – to show that type of poise and that type of command, that's always a great sign for a quarterback, let alone a rookie quarterback. So uh, I think that that poise, that command, that playmaking ability in the, in the clutch, which kind of defines special quarterbacks, I think that really stood out to me. Coach Brandon Staley, head coach of your Los Angeles Chargers with us here. Coach, congratulations. Thank you for putting up with our nonsense. We're putting up for our, our, <laughs> our shoddy phone lines. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, be careful navigating the 101 in the rain. But thank you again for joining us. Guys, I can't wait. First of many, great to meet you guys. And have a great weekend. All right, man, you too. too. Take brother. care. Con there congratulations. Is. And, you know, we're going to work on this ice cream thing with yeah, you. Yeah, we so. got to upgrade. Yeah, we got to <laughs> yeah, upgrade. Yeah, we got you. All right, Thanks Coach. Lot, guys. See you. There he is. Take care. Brandon Staley with us here on 710 ESPN. All right, LZ. Uh, coming up next, there's a hot, juicy Laker rumor we were talking about earlier. Yes, and it sir. includes And it includes the name Bradley Beal. Come on down. We'll get to that in three minutes. Stick around. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Thanks to Brandon Staley, the Chargers head coach, for joining us there. And uh, appreciate him kind of having some fun with us and talking some football. If you missed it, subscribe to the Sedano and LZ podcast on the ESPN app, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find your podcasts. Greg, what do we got for what you need to know? So I know you've talked a lot about in the past how you, 
you and John Gruden's style of coaching is a little bit odd for you and how he likes to call out guys like Derek Carr or other people. Well, Nelson Aguilar, after their Week 16 loss to the Dolphins, was apparently the guy to actually do the calling out in the locker room while John Gruden just sat and stared and watched as it all went down. Aguilar called his teammates selfish and didn't work hard enough. So does this change how you feel about anything with John Gruden or are you still doubling down on his No, style? because there's a history there with John Gruden. That's not like something that I'm making up. You know what I'm saying? Like he may not have done it in that particular instance, but you know, historically he has done that, including recently to Derek Carr. Like they had the Marcus Mariota thing. Like he was so passive aggressive with Marcus Mariota during the season about in regards to Derek Carr. I don't even understand. I really don't like I know everyone has a different communication style and a leadership style. I don't know how berating or undermining the leadership of your quarterback makes you a better football team. That is just the style he goes by. So and apparently it's not working because they're not winning football games. Right. I mean, they're in year right. three and it's just like they're eight and eight or whatever they were this year, you know, so. We'll $10 million see. coach. Uh, the next story is from Spotify. Do you guys use Spotify? I don't. Yes, sir. Uh, see, I love Spotify. Jamel Hill is unbothered. <laughs> there you go. So Spotify is unleashing a new technology that is going to analyze your voice to suggest music based on your emotions. So you go into to Siri and say, hey, uh, Siri, play just play blank on Spotify, and it'll go by the emotions and play something for you. How do you feel about Spotify using your voice emotions, LZ? First of all, I mean, go ahead, LZ. I'm sorry. Go. No. Yeah, it's weird. No. Yeah. Bad Spotify. Bad. You know what? I'm blaming Zampillo. Oh, there you go. Our old boss. That's He works there now. I don't know if he would. He couldn't manage the emotions when we were writing his face. How are you going to develop Spotify to get us? Come on, man. It's not Dan's fault. It's the Skynet. That's what I'm saying. It's slowly taking over. It is. It is. Well, it's funny. Like, I, 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 I bet you if I check my email right now, I've got stuff in there. That's stuff we've discussed. Let me see. Um, no, not yet. Let me see. Not yet. Not yet. Not but yet. it will because be there. Because it's smart. See, it yeah. knows it can't do it right away. Right. It's yeah. Skynet, dog. We need to be careful. Yeah. Though I'm with you. And, you know, all the AI, all the stuff, the technology, it is. It can get a little scary sometimes. Um, I am not good with that. It just seems a little too weird for me. Like Did a little no too minority. Did no one see the Avengers Age of Ultron? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's a great way to put it. Tell yeah. Him. It's like Minority Report with, uh, with Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Just a little too strange for me. Oh, just... Is it, no. That's the movie, right, where they arrested you before you did anything, right? Exactly. Based yeah. upon the, you know, the drug addict babies. Yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. a great movie, by the way. It was a great movie. It really was. Holds uh, up. I watched it during, I think, like a couple months ago. We watched oh, it. it was all over cable the last few months. Yes. Yeah. Sure. And I was yeah. like, you know what? Why not? And I was like, yeah. it holds up. I'm, listen, Tom Cruise, you can say what you want about Tom Cruise. But the do. movies are at least entertaining for the most part. Everybody's got a stinker here or there, but they're entertaining. You know what movie I want to see? What? Denzel's new movie. Oh, with dude, Jared Leto and Rami Ma- uh, I'm Malik. I'm doing that tonight. Yeah. I've already picked out the flower, and I know exactly how long I'm going <laughs> to smoke it, and I'm doing it tonight, dog. Wait, Woo. 
Ooh. Now, I I wanted to watch Tenet because I haven't seen it yet. The Christopher Nolan one. Like, it was good. It's pretty good. Yeah? It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. It, it just, it's a lot. I wouldn't do that one high. No, it, it seems to, it's way too insane to do that. You're it's very Inception-like. Yeah. Yes. In fact, I would encourage you to bring note cards. <laughs> and, a, and a notepad to write and things down? And a notepad, down. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't mess. I wouldn't get high on that. Can one, I do then, the double, like, like the the back to back, like uh, Denzel and John David Washington? You know, like you know, maybe, maybe I'll just say that Steve watched, you know, Tenant High, and he woke up the next morning and forgot that we actually watched a movie. So. <laughs> okay, well there you go. That answers yeah. that. Um, so anyway, that's what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. Uh, starting next Tuesday, our Mission 18 cash giveaway begins. We're giving away cash for 18 straight days. Here's how you can win. Right now, text the word MISSION to 40705. Again, text the word MISSION to 40705 to be entered for your chance to win. Make sure you're listening at 4.30 each and every day beginning on Tuesday, okay, for your name and your city. If you hear your name and your city, you got 20 minutes on the clock to call us back to win 180 bucks in cash, and that'll also qualify you for the grand prize of 1800 bucks. But here's the catch. If we don't get a winner within those 20 minutes, we got a rollover. We're like the super lotto, okay? Well, not that much, but you know what I'm saying, that kind of deal. Um, so the 180 will turn into 360. We'll double it up. And if the second day, LZ, we mm -hmm. don't get a winner in those 20 minutes, then it's 540 and so on and so on and so on in multiples of 180 until we get a winner. So beginning Tuesday, make sure you listen for your name, but you got to text right now to 40705. Text the word MISSION to 40705. 180 oh bucks, man. Oh, my gosh. You can get some stuff done with 180 bucks. Yeah, you can. Get some groceries. I just stumbled, I just stumbled across this story about Carl Anthony Towns. What happened now? He was hit by a drunk driver last year and hospitalized. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Just saw this story. It's on the front page of uh, Yahoo Sports. And yeah, apparently in 2020, he was hit by a drunken driver and ended up in the hospital. Good Lord, that guy's had a rough year and change. Oh, man. My goodness, his poor mom passed away. Uh, he's gotten COVID. This He's had injuries on the floor. He has had a rough go, man. Poor guy. Um, oh, no. Crazy. Uh, James Veda tweets us and says, Tenet is amazing. Watch it twice to understand. See? <laughs> I'm just it's, – it's, it's a visual spectacle. And okay. you recognize within the first five minutes why he – why Christopher Nolan was so adamant that it played in theaters. Right. Because the way it's shot, it was like going, oh, got it, bam, panoramic lens. Yeah, yeah. you probably do want to see that on a bigger screen. Right. But as the story develops, you find that it's actually really well written. Right. But you need to stay focused, man. Yeah. You need to stay focused. It's not one of those movies where you can let it keep running while you go use the bathroom. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, pause. pause it. Yeah. Yep. So are you saying it's harder to follow than Inception? Um. Yeah. Actually, okay. I am. Okay. I am. Okay. It's it's. I don't. I don't like the word harder because it makes it sound like it's work. More challenging. It's like, more. It, it's like a really good novel. It's right. like you know of human bondage, right? right? Like you you can't skim of human bondage. You, right. you need to read it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny because my wife hates Christopher Nolan movies, um, what? because she 
She just thinks it's too much. You know what I'm saying? Like she wants. Well, she likes watching pizza eater. So she wants to. <laughs> she wants to watch a movie of a book she's read. Like she's good with that. Like you know. Like she likes. Like her. She's not a big movie person to begin with. She likes the help because she read the book. Right. She likes Hunger Games because she read the book. Right. Like it's or that or like some sort of like fun little cartoon to watch with the kids. Right. Like a Toy Story or something like that. Um, she's not a movie buff like me. So I remember one time, this was years ago, when Inception uh, fin- you know, left the theaters and was like pay-per-view or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And we were watching at the house. And I'm like, do you want to watch it? You should watch this. This movie's great. I know you don't like Nolan, but just come- give this one a chance. It's got Leo, right? There's a lot of cool characters in it. Um, so she not only did she hate the movie, but she hated it because every like 10 or 15 minutes, I would stop the movie and be like, do you get what's happening? <laughs> and she... She wanted to punch me in the face because she looked confused. She's like, you could see her face. She's like, You're what is happening to here? Control your wife while mm. you trying to watch mm. a movie, man. Well, I knew she didn't like it anyway. No, that's not true. Yeah, that's I'm telling good. you, her face. You know when you contort your face and you're like, what the? You know, like that was there was a lot of that. So, like, which movies were? What were you watching that confused her? Inception. That's not not confused her, but just was was. I was checking in with her because she was just looking like, what What did I, What just happened here, you know? Ah, oh, come on. Maybe she was just messing with you. That movie's not confusing. I don't I know about... I find conf- it to be pretty linear. Mm, no, I don't Tenet. know about that. Tenet like, is a maze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, so what was the got, other one that he did? In, um, the first one. What was that one Memento, called? Memento, wasn't it? No, was no. Him? Who? Memento, was that him? Memento. Now that one... I'll never forget watching that movie in the theater, okay? I had mm-hmm. no idea what it was. Like, I literally just went in with, like, my best friend. And we're like, yo, let's just go watch a movie. So we were like, oh, Memento, let's check that out, whatever that is, right? We go in there, and, I mean, that movie, how old is that movie? That has to be, what, 20 years old, maybe older than that? 20 years at least, yeah. Yeah, hold on. Memento movie. I want to see how old. Yeah, 2000. So it's like 21 years ago. So we went in. You know, a little uh, perhaps uh, under the influence, right? And we had no idea what the movie was, okay? So you can imagine our surprise when we're watching the first 15 minutes and then all of a sudden everything completely shifts. And I was like, we looked at each other like, what the? Like, huh? And then after like it happened a second time, we're like, oh, okay, now I get it. But those Nolan movies, he gets – I wonder how many drugs Nolan does to make these movies because you got you can't be doing these things sober. You know, it, it just really just sort of depends, I think. Like sober, no, but are they drugs like hallucinogenic drugs or are they just drugs to release your inhibitions? I like mean, per, I no, use, no, I, I mean the latter, yes. Like, look, yeah. like I watch South Park. I know those dudes are baked every time yeah. they're writing a show. Every time. Every time. I, I, absolutely. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I think, put it this way. Whatever drugs he's on, I, I, I want to invest in them because <laughs> I think he's brilliant. He is brilliant. And yeah. I, I think that his, his eye is impeccable, his yeah. timing and pace. I love the fact that he's a true artist behind the lens and not just looking to make money. Yeah. Um, so give me whatever those drugs are, I want that. I don't want yeah. the drugs that, like, Michael Bay takes. I don't want those drugs. No, those that's are, too much. The explosions, yeah, like, yeah, it's movies are all like those. the same. Yeah, I, I want the nice progressive high. 
Like you know what Michael Bay movies are? A lot of running and a lot of explosions. You know what it is? It's Pepsi. Just sugar. Hey, hey, you back up now. All right. I'm just telling you. And be fighting words. Michael Bay sudden. movies is sugar. And Christopher Nolan movies are like uh, freshly squeezed orange juice. It Ooh, takes work. That is, that is freshly is squeezed. The, it, with, with the, it's even got the pulp in it, basically. Exactly. I don't love the pulp, but it, I, occasionally it tastes good. Uh, you, you, the, th- you throw the pulp in there and just let people know I did this by hand. Yeah. You know what other uh, show definitely the writers write baked? Rick and Morty. There's no doubt in my mind. <laughs> Rick and Morty is a tremendous show, Okay. On Cartoon Network, late at night, you can catch it, I think, on the, I think the East Coast feed runs, it's at midnight, so it runs at like 9 uh, Pacific and midnight for like Mm -hmm. two back-to-back episodes. It is unbelievably funny, but it is wild and twisted as hell. Like, it is hilarious, though. What a, uh, my, I like that more than I like South Park and, and Family Guy and all that stuff now. Like, I love Rick and Morty. My favorite animation is still King of the Hill. Really? I was never a King of the Hill guy. No. 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 I like Family Guy. You know? I like Family Guy. I like Family Guy. I like the, what's the space one? Um, With the one eyed woman. Oh, yeah. Futurama. 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 I kind of like that a little bit. You know, it's like if I don't see it, I'm not like, I'm not like going, ah, but when if it's on, I'll stop and watch because I think the writing's really good and they're definitely high when they write that. Curtis just texted me, I'm Pickle Rick. <laughs> Ridiculous. Wow. All right, we're going to take a break. DeMarco Farr is going to stop by. Uh, we didn't get to the Bradley Beal rumor. We'll do that at 6.30, I promise. Bradley Beal, Clippers, Lakers rumor, hot off the presses. We'll have that for you at 6.30. We will talk football with DeMarco about – Coach Staley, who was just on, and what he thinks of him. Uh, We'll ask him all our food conversations. We'll ask him about the quarterback future of the Rams. Is Matt Stafford the guy? There's interest. That's a report by our own Jeremy Fowler. We'll ask DeMarco in three minutes. 